He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. No one who is alive today had ever experienced a true pandemic. And I'm hoping that now that this is over, people are going to, you know, recognize that some serious errors were made and not repeat those. That's the best you can get out of it. So what do you tell those people? Vote Republican. (laughs) (laughs) That's what a lot of them are going to do anyway. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, more than a million people transferred over to the Republican Party, uh, I think, in 2021 alone. Find out what that number is. But, you know, you look at guys like Ron DeSantis who kept Florida open and, and had some pretty reasonable policies in terms of, like, what what to do about COVID. And, you know, he mapped it out on television. He was, you know, widely criticized for this, where he was saying, like, we need to protect our elders. We need to, you know, make sure that medical care is available for, for those people and everyone else. You should be able to do whatever you want to do and protect your free. All right. That was very successful podcast host Joe Rogan talking with future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. And you heard him say it. Vote Republican. I'm going to get into that in a second. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. We hope you had a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. And I, let's get right into it with question of the day. And I'm kind of regretting this a little bit because as I look at the clip again, I've got some other questions that pop up in my head. Like what's in... What's in the what, what's what's Rogan pouring into his cup? Maybe tea. I mean, <laughs> it could be tea, but you've it's got green sm- tea smoke billowing <laughs> in from Aaron Rodgers side. What, what's going on over there? Is the NFL going to have anything to say about that? Anyways, that's not the question of the day. It's just not the question of the day is this. Do you think Joe Rogan's endorsement carries a lot of weight? A simple yes or no will do. I know I've already seen some some like essays come through on different topics on some of the different social media platforms. But just let us know. Do you think it carries some weight? We're going to get to a guest here in a second. But while we do, guys, this is a Florida quit claim deed. And today's episode is brought to you by Home Title Lock. Y'all, this is a notarized copy. This is a sample, but it is a notarized copy of the deed to my home, which no longer is in my name. It's in some other person's name who got a copy of it because all of these home titles are online now. So you can get them, forge the signature, you can forge a notary. Yes, that can be done. By the way, I just did a notary for a, a refinance digitally, which was really cool. Side point, but getting back to, to home title, all of this can be done online and it's terrifying and you will not know until it's too late. Someone will have taken over your home, in, in the case of mine, for $10. Great deal, by the way, for them. They'll have taken it it's over. It's a steal! It's a steal! In this market, you can't beat $10, Martha. Um, not sure who Martha is, but I'm sure she's a great woman, but they can do all of this. And again, you're not going to know they're going to take out home equity loans, you know, lines of credit on your home. And by the time you find out, you're going to be spending tens upon tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees, trying to clear up this mess. The best news is you listeners of the show can head on over to hometitlelock.com forward slash drew and get yourself a free home title scan just by plugging your address in. That's a hundred dollar value. Again, it's hometitlelock.com forward slash drew. Guys, head on over there. Take care of this. This is scary, scary stuff. This crime is on the rise. So get over there and take care of yourself. Okay. So let's bring in a good friend and a guest today. 
to discuss the, not just the question of the day, but Joe Rogan's comments, a whole bunch of other stuff. We're going we're gonna to ask all sorts of questions. We're going to have some fun. Uh, she is a political analyst, a former Trump White House official. She is Cameron Kinsey, and she joins us now. Cameron, good to see you. Good seeing you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for enduring the first part of the show. You know, we got to we got to get through the the laundry list items, and I, I don't I don't mean that lightly. We we love our sponsors, but what do you think about this? How much weight does Joe Rogan's endorsement carry in the world of politics today? I honestly think that he has a lot of weight in the realm of politics. It, it would be a good endorsement. I haven't seen him in. Correct me if I'm wrong. I really haven't seen him endorse uh, like formally a ton of political candidates, but I'm sure the American people would be very pleased to see who he would and wouldn't support. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think and, 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 and everyone in the audience seems to be kind of saying the same thing. Sans a few. Shirley says no, me personally, not really. OK, and you're, you're welcome to that thought, Shirley. Damn glad you're here today. But but I, I think Disco, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Most most of the answers so far have been yes as well. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's on, on all the platforms. It's almost been a landslide of a yes. Well, and how could it not, right? I, I mean, the dude's got such a massive following. So there's people out there. I heard someone pick on him this week, in fact. Uh, I won't name names. And, and I, I didn't completely disagree with, with said person on some of the points that were being made. But was picking on him like, okay, everyone listens to this guy and does whatever he says. It's like, okay, true. Maybe he shouldn't be the end-all resource for everyone, and, and by all accounts, he shouldn't be. But when you've got that big of a following, and he's as counterculture as he is on some of the topics right now, and then he comes out and says this, I think it, I think it carries a ton of weight, too. I mean, that's, it's a big—and and frankly, for a dude who supports some of the things that don't necessarily align with conservative values, it's a big win for us with, with kind of our traditional old white conservative demographics that we have to get someone like Joe saying, yeah, I would, I would go that direction. So, I mean, we have yes, Joe Rogan, to yeah. me, Joe Rogan's very like unconventional at times. And he'll say things that normally what people are thinking, uh, but aren't necessarily going to outwardly speak about. Um, and so it, it's quite interesting to me how, yes, he has a large demographic, uh, but he pulls in moderates as well. And so I think that that would have a huge impact if he were to endorse political candidates especially for conservatives. hundred percent. Yeah, because there are, to your point, Cameron, there's, there's lots of moderates out there who are probably on the fence like, ah, I've been told not to like Trump, orange man, bad. I don't like what Biden's doing. How could you? So where do I go? And then you hear, you hear someone like him step up and, and say that. And he brings up in that clip, my, my man, Big D, Ron DeSantis here in Florida, who has crushed it, is America's governor, talks about his leadership, just kind of his logic and reason and how he approached things which again, I always say is for, for both sides. Like people attack the Santos all the time. It's like, okay, but he's fighting for rights of Republicans and Democrats. But you've got, and, and just indulge me here real quick. We've got two clips. We've, we've got Joe Biden saying stuff like this. There are, no, there are not many real Republicans anymore. By the way, you're sitting governor. He's a Republican you can deal with. We disagree. No, no, I'm serious. But at least he's within the mainstream of the Republican Party. I respect conservative Republicans. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. And folks, everybody thinks I'm exaggerating when I say this, but they're coming after your Social Security as well. And you think I'm kidding. 
Well, first of all, they're not coming after your Social Security. But, I mean, do you think comments like that from Joe, who, of course, didn't even know where he was when he was saying that, do you think that helps their cause or just does it just help us? No, it just helps us because, honestly, the new conservative movement is, is the forefront of the Republican Party right now. And, Drew, we're seeing this across the nation uh, in these primaries for the midterm 2022 elections. I mean, look at all these America First candidates that President Donald Trump has put forward and endorsed, and they're succeeding in record numbers. So him saying that he doesn't support you know, these MAGA Republicans only strengthens us even further because people on his own side of the party doesn't even support him anymore. He His policies have been reckless. He doesn't even know where he is half the time. And it, like I said, it just strengthens our, our party even further. And especially this new kind of conservative branch of the Republican re- uh, party, right? Like anti-establishment, um, you know, that more, I guess, Donald Trump's kind of version of the Republican Party moving forward. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, look, it's America first, right? I mean, it's it, that's not, I mean, it, Trump kind of coined that phrase, but he also didn't because it's not America first. You know, MAGA will forever be make America great again. And who, 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 who would like to argue with that and not want that is beyond me. But, but if you, if you look at America first as kind of the, the tenant, like the core pillar that that's what we're talking about here, and and the establishment types that you that you mentioned there, they've never been America first. They say they are. They'll 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 stump for people. They'll do their own campaign talks. They'll do their congressional hearings and say this, that, and the other. But but I mean, Joe's Joe there. But they, 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 in the end, they don't do anything. Joe there is saying, I don't even know that many real Republicans anymore. That's a great sign. You know, it, it, there's plenty. There's you know, we could sit here and spend the next thirty minutes listing off all the people who are rhino establishment types who aren't doing any good for their constituents or this country. But with, with Trump's big wins, and I would say America's big wins in the primaries, and hopefully that carries over into the fall, we are starting to slowly but surely change the, the face of this Republican Party. How much longer, though, do you think we have? You know, Because there are some stalwarts there, some people who have been there since the Civil War who, who are still serving this country remarkably. I don't know how they're still alive, but it seems like they've been there that long. How, how much further do we have to go? Well, honestly, we're seeing a drastic ch- uh, shift with the midterm 2022 elections, and I'm looking forward to see what happens with the presidential elections in 2024. But the people are waking up in this country, Drew. They're seeing these establishment-type politicians, uh, especially during the FBI raid with uh, Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland just completely abusing their power, along with Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell. The American people, it's not just behind a closed door anymore. It's, it's open blatantly right in front of their face, the way they weaponized the DOJ against the former president of the United States, uh, the fact that the FBI interfered in the 2020 election by uh, when they buried the Hunter Biden story. There are so many accounts of this reckless and corruptive behavior that the voters are seeing that right now in the primaries. They're seeing what is going on. And it's actually from both sides of the aisle, believe it or not. I mean, you had, even when the FBI raid was going on, you had Andrew Yang come and speak out. You had Andrew Cuomo, out of all people, speak out, pretty much just saying this is proving what Donald Trump has said this entire time, to be correct. And both sides of the aisle are seeing that. So what for, I mean, I can't you know, say what's going to happen in the future, 
But the trajectory of what we're seeing right now is pretty positive with these MAGA America First candidates running for office and succeeding in their primaries. No, I think so, too. I think that there has been an awakening of the of the people who who are, quote unquote, moderates and or people who just haven't paid as much attention to politics in the news cycle because it's it's hitting everyone in the face now. So you don't have much of a choice. So I think that that's been great. You've, you've got people on the Republican side who 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 are waking up and saying, no, 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 we don't want to do what we've done. We don't want to get walked over anymore like the Lindsey Grahams of the world have done for for decades now. We We want to actually make progress, make this country better for everyone, which is positive. But you bring up Mar-a-Lago there, and I want to come back to the Republican stuff in, in a second, but you bring up Mar-a-Lago. This is just more Democrat nonsense of, of how they've pushed this, how they've twisted stories and facts, manipulated not just what story they're telling, but tried to manipulate the American people. They've used the media to do it. And you've got now the New York Times editorial board calling for you know Garland to, in fact, indict Trump, which we know is what they want to do, right? And we know why they want to do it, because they hate the guy, but also they want him to not be able to run for office. It would be a big media splash for him, all of that. You've got lots of people out there saying it's becoming increasingly likely, including some conservatives, as, as ridiculous as it sounds and as, 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 as little merit as the case has, do, do you think that there's legitimate concern that it could happen? Well, listen, they tried to do this to Trump before with the Russia collusion and with just everything that has been going on. He's, you know, already been acquitted. Uh, they did the impeachment trials. They impeached him twice. This just goes to show they are willing to do anything and everything to not have Donald Trump run in 2024. They are willing to go any sort of length and push any sort of narrative uh, in order to take this man down. I don't believe they have sufficient evidence to indict him. Um, if so, it would be, you know, a political, just it would be an absolute political sham. But we saw this with the affidavit that was released, how there was nothing substantial that the American public was able to interpret because right. of everything being redacted. I think there was a total of maybe seven sentences that the American people, you know, bared witness to. And on top of that, when the warrant, the search warrant came out, there's a lot of evidence showing that the FBI waited uh, 48 hours throughout the weekend when the news cycle picked up on Monday in order to raid his home. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. There's just so many parts to this story that the American people are seeing that just do not add up. The fact that they waited until Monday, the fact that the affidavit shows absolutely nothing, the search warrant, Judge Reinhardt is an Obama donor. Right. There is just every single piece is adding up to the American public of this of this story. And, and, and they're bearing witness to it. It's not even behind closed doors anymore. It's not even under the table. It's right in front of the public's eyes. Yeah, that, that's what's so shocking to me. I bring that up on the show all the time is, you know, what, what some people will call conspiracy theories or, or you know, what, whatever. Let's just go with that term. There is some of that out there. Sure, of course. There's, there's crazy people on both sides of the aisle. There's lots of crazy people on both sides of the aisle, in fact. But, but these people, like, we'll say, hey, the Democrats are trying to do this or, or the World Economic Forum, which is totally off topic. Like, they're, they're trying to do this. But, oh, no, they could never do that. It's like, hold on. Let me play these hundred clips for you where they outright say it. Or let me show you this bill that the Democrats 
are are putting forward which says this or in the case of trump here's what they're trying to do with that i mean they're so over it the masks are so off and yet there's there are some people there are to your point earlier there's a lot of people waking up but there are some people who still are like no that couldn't be america's america would never have stuff like that happening here it's like yeah it, but we do like we do we we are a absolute tinderbox and what concerns me about this is i could see i'm obviously not rooting for it but i could see an indictment coming down because again they get a big splash they get a win you know either ahead of or just after the midterms depending on how that shakes out and and the biggest goal of course being to try and indict him i don't think they have enough to do it but i also know that they didn't have enough for impeachment either the first two times either and then you have the you know the team trump and everyone else playing catch up to prove they were wrong and that they they rushed it through, which was the case in both times. So all that to say, I wouldn't be a hundred percent shocked if I saw it. What do you think, though? Let's just let's just let's just assume the worst for a second here. Obviously, we're hoping for the best, and I think that hopefully, hopefully, the best happens. Let's assume they're able to get him indicted and prevent him from running. What do you think the country's response is to that? Oh, it's it's going to piss a lot of people off for sure, especially like I said across party lines because it's a complete abuse of power. This is not what our constitutional republic stands for. Whether you're Democrat or whether you're a conservative, it, it's the same way. So I truly, if, if they go through with it, it's not going to be shocking. Like I said, I believe that Democrats will go to any sort of lengths or these just these deep state corruptive people will go to any lengths in order to have this man not come back into office because he disrupted the bureaucracy when he stepped foot into Washington DC and lived in the White House for for 4 years. So it's he completely dismantled uh the deep state corruption and replaced them with America first people who were going to help him implement the agenda in the White House just like I did and help push forth with, you know, putting a stop to endless wars lower taxes, a booming economy, bringing our country back together. And so if this happens, it's just, it's, it's going to be horrible for our country. It's going to divide us even further. And I, I just, I pray that it, it doesn't happen, but they don't have the, enough substantial evidence. And they have been more than willing to cooperate from the beginning. They've subpoenaed him back in June. His lawyers were more than cooperative with that first subpoena they I, i'm kind of confused why they didn't just issue another subpoena if right. they were missing documents it's like if they're going to issue a search warrant and not to keep going on and on but if they're going to issue a search warrant then there's moving parts that they need to have that search warrant in order to get something that's literally right there on the table but they waited 48 hours which just does not make sense yeah. the american people see this and it, they with the indictment if they were to go through with that shame on them yeah no, I agree. I agree. And it will be catastrophic if they do uh, in terms of division. You know, Lord help us. It, it could lead to other stuff, which we're, of course, not advocating for here. But it's not going to be received well. We know that for sure. And again, I think <clears throat> I think that you're right. I think that they don't have enough. So let's let's hope and pray for our country. Let's hope and pray that that such a thing doesn't happen, because, again, ultimately speaking, even though the Dems think they're going to win with that, no one wins. What What will come? And, and what is staring us down if, if such an action is taken, no, no one wins from. And, and I always talk about, it, it, hopefully in a calmer, calmer setting, I mean, it's, it's happening now, that kind of this quiet balkanization of America, where 
you know, people are coming to Florida in droves. We're, you know, we're, we're in Florida. You're in Florida. There's a reason people are in Florida. And, and it goes for other states, too. So it's kind of happening. People are getting to communities, getting to states and locales that align with them. And I think it's only going to keep going because, I mean, listen to what – did you hear – listen, I'm going to play a clip for you. Listen to what Kathy Hochul, the acting governor of New York, who no one voted for, but listen to what she said this week about Republicans who were there. And we're here to say that the era of Trump – and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. <laughs> so, so a bold statement by Kathy there. Get the hell out of here. I mean, obviously that's not helpful. It's, it's also not surprising. Do you think that that actually, though, not giving her any credit, she deserves zero credit, do, do you think that that continues to happen in this country where people just kind of whether they you know there's fanfare with it or not kids we're moving to florida kids we're moving to texas we're moving to south dakota whatever the case might be is that is that a trend that just keeps up yes and this has been a steady trend i mean i believe i just saw a statistic where over a million people um have left new york within the past decade so this was a completely reckless statement of her especially as governor of new york fiscally irresponsible as well you're losing taxpayer money right and so not only is this just divisive rhetoric it's just not smart to say as a governor could you imagine if donald trump or governor ron DeSantis were to say something like this completely just making uh, a different political party who didn't vote for them as second-class citizens it's it's horrible and and i just there's no respect within that statement for any of the people in new york and it's just it's honestly it's crazy to me because i'm in florida right now as you know and governor ron DeSantis, he's encouraged worker productivity and he's just he's advocated for inviting people tourism and inviting people to this, you know, beautiful state where it's it's free. Um, he's also, you know, the economy is booming. Uh, worker productivity is is doing very very well. Um, so there's just so many positives to Florida. So honestly, <laughs> come to Florida, we will invite you with open arms. Uh, yeah. This this statement is absurd. It is. Well, it's just it, it, to your point. It, it it's like the whole thing with with censorship. You know. You know this. This show, for example, used to, to, to do quite well on YouTube, still the biggest audience, just don't have access to it anymore. And, you know, like every other conservative, you know, podcast host, pundit, whatever, you know, that's out there, we've all experienced it, but I've never understood. And the same thing applies for, for big corporations on, on, the, on, on, you know, whether it's advertising or banking or whatever. I don't get just saying, hey, screw off to half of, of your potential, you know, consumers, you know, uh, members on platforms in the case of social media, whatever the case might be. And, and in this case there, half of your residents. Yeah, we don't value, especially when in, in these states, a lot of these states, it's, it's a blue pimple in a red state, maybe a little bit less so in New York, but, but you've got the metropolitan areas that are blue. And then the rest are, you, know, you look at Minnesota and, and, and Wisconsin and, and some of these states, it's like, okay, yes, Milwaukee's is is more Democrat, but the rest of the state, that's not those aren't their values. So you're just telling these people basically screw off. We don't care about you. And in in her case, she literally said out loud, move to Florida where you belong. 
I, it is a shocking statement, but I, but I, I, I encourage people and we do on the on the show all the time. I encourage you if you can, not everyone can, if you can get somewhere that your values are appreciated and respected. And by the way, we really are good. We're a red state down here, but we respect everyone's values. Now, please don't come and vote blue because you're coming here for a good reason. But, <clears throat> but this, this to me just continues on as well. I agree with you because it's, it's the way of the world. We, we are divided. We do not like each other that much. And you've now got state officials, the lead state official saying, carry on, get out of here. We don't like you. Crazy. Yes, it, it's it's 5.4 million taxpayers in her state. And so, you know, New York has a governor right now who believes that you should no longer be a true New Yorker if you disagree with her. It's very dangerous rhetoric, believe it or not. And, and I'm just, I'm confused at how, like, imagine if Donald Trump were to say something like that. Yeah. Imagine if Governor Ron DeSantis, the mainstream media would be on it and reporting this around the clock but they completely ignore it because she's a Democrat governor of New York. That New York is crime infested. It, the taxes are insane. The government overreach is, is beyond like compare. So honestly, I, I don't know what, like I, I would never live in New York, but I mean, with, with this type of rhetoric, along with her saying that they should just flock to Florida, Honestly, I don't know the benefit of that for her. I truly don't. She's governor of New York. She would lose 5.4 million taxpayers in her state. And she would, I mean, there, I just, I genuinely don't know what she would gain from that. Yeah. You don't, well, and, and to your point, I mean, if, if anyone else on our side of the aisle, especially the, the bigger names like Trump DeSantis, as you mentioned, said that, you know, all it would be, it would be 24 seven in the news cycle. They'd be racist. They'd be bigots. They'd be all these names. They'd probably be a couple new names they make up, but they, but they do, they always get away with this. You know, we were called the deplorables by Hill. I mean, like it's always, it's, it's a okay for them. It's not for us. Um, it's just, it's the world we live in now, which is, which is frustrating, but I know that you have other stuff to get to. We really appreciate you being here, Cameron. What's the best, um, the best place for people to follow you. I know you're all over social, but what, what are the best ones? Yes. So I am on Truth, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at Cameron Bailey. You can also find me on Locals at CameronKinsey.com or yes, CameronKinsey.com slash Locals, and they can find me on there as well. Awesome. Okay. Well, we will encourage them to do so, folks. Get over there, share this clip, share all those socials from Cameron. Cameron, thank you so much for being here. We'll definitely have you back if, if you'll come back with us. Yes, of course. Thank you so much, Drew. You got it. Have a great day. Too. All right. So awesome having Cameron on. We definitely will have her back on. She's awesome. Just smart on the right team. She's got it all. So we're excited about that. Thanks uh, for, for, for listening in for that segment there, guys. Please smash that like button, whichever platform you're on, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, you name it, wherever you are, please smash it. Make sure you are subscribed, especially if you're over on YouTube, because they frequently unsubscribe you. I say frequently, I like literally all the time unsubscribe you. So please uh, make sure you're still subscribed there. Get on over to Rumble, get an account if you haven't already. Same thing, drewberkwist.locals.com. That's where we will be uh, this afternoon for booze and banter. So we'll look forward to seeing you over there. Okay, real quick before we continue on, if you guys have any kind of retirement savings, this could be the most important message that I share with you all day, all year, perhaps. Biden, as we know, is not holding back. He warned you and is in fact raising taxes, promised that he wouldn't for certain people, but he still is. 
death taxes, capital gain taxes, corporate taxes, you name it. And some affect you more than others out there, but they affect us all one way or the other. Let's not forget also as all this is happening that we're in a recession. In a in a recession, which again, they they changed the definition of recession so they don't have to admit that we're in a recession, but we are. It's sickening. And if you don't plan for it now, you might as well kiss your retirement goodbye. It's not too late, though. That's the good news because we've got thousands of Americans who are flocking and getting over to Gold Co., getting their free gold and silver IRA kit to discover the secret to protecting your retirement savings from Biden, this administration, the, the radical left and all that they're doing. And you can do it. Just just get started by getting a free gold and silver IRA kit. It's, it couldn't be easier. You don't have to be rich to use it. You don't have to be a tax expert to use it. And it could protect you from Biden's attack on your retirement savings. Head on over to DrewLovesGold.com right now to get your free gold and silver IRA kit. IRA kit excuse me. Again, it's on the screen there. It's DrewLovesGold.com. Get ahead of this, guys. It's smart. We're grateful to be partnered with Gold Co. moving forward. So speaking of Joey B, Joey Biden, he had, you know, so we showed you uh, the MAGA clip where you talked about not respecting things earlier. Uh, we've got a couple more, though. This one, this one doesn't have audio, right, Disco? This next one? Which, so I have here, is the, the next the one the Jill one? Joe one, or is the... It's the, t- it's, yeah, it's yeah. 14. Let's roll 14 here. So... So for everyone who already thought things were bad for Joe, and we've had the Easter Bunny, you know, getting him corralled at the at the, <laughs> at the at White hey, House. Come over here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, how how are we in this spot? You literally I mean, again, this this is like a scene. It's going to seem like deja vu because this kind of stuff happens all the time. But he's trying to talk to reporters at the bottom of, of Air Force One. And Jill has to come. And I don't know if she's trying to stop him from talking, which is probably the case, but also pull him back maybe for social distancing since they're all wearing masks outside mind you that's awful but like it's just not a good look (laughs) like you i mean honestly i get it you don't know what he's gonna say or do we're we're gonna get some some material to work with you're gonna have to do some damage control but once you see that situation that is happening you have to just let it play out You, you you can't walk up as a spouse or an assistant or whatever, in her case, probably both, and be like, honey, we, we got to come back here. Come back here, my dear. Like, it's just, golly, it's such a bad look. Such a bad look. But, but it's also a bad look when you verbally, we know that he's not controlling things. And look, I get this. For the people who are going to get, I'm going to get ahead of myself and cut some people off and caveat this. For the people who say in response to the clip you're about to see, yeah, but everyone has assistants and people tell them, I get it. CEOs, athletes, entertainers, the president, every, there's lots of people who have people keeping them on task, keeping them on schedule. But this is so-called the president of the United States being shot down, saying once again he's going to get in trouble. He should be able to, to override anyone and also... It's the president of the United States who continues to commit all of these gaffes and make himself look awful, his family look awful, make our country and our government look awful. So it makes clips like this all the worse. Take a listen. Where everybody thought anything would go. 
So he goes goes to a reporter. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I took control. I shouldn't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Go ahead. You tell me. I think we're going to go ahead and um, have the rest of the conversation um, close to that. Thank you all so much. Thank you so much. Again, did he uh, not get his cheat sheet? He didn't get the cheat. He needs his card and like, uh, don't take, don't take questions. Now he, I don't know that he can read anymore, or 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 focus enough to to look at the right point. But again, it's such a bad look. I understand that there are wranglers for Joe Biden. Lord, there's got to be a lot of them. Is as disastrous as this fella is. I get it. I get that's your job. But hearing him say again and again, oops. I tried to take control. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm going to get in trouble. He didn't say I'm going to get in trouble this time. But like he says those things all the time. That's obviously disturbing and concerning. But then having these people jump in, it's like, okay, look at this. This did not go well. But it almost looks worse to me when they try and fix it in real time. Well, because and, and it's hard, like. You were saying, you know, there's CEOs, there's people who have them telling them things and everything, but all those people are in their right state of mind. They're not, they don't have dementia or Alzheimer's or, or the onset, you know, whatever. Right. Let's just, let's, let's say he has it. Let's just say it's, it's probably coming on. And so, yes, those people can get, can be like real quick, right before they walk in the room, by the way, we're not taking any questions. Let, let the person running the room, run the room. Got it done. They walk in and they'll remember it. Right. If he was told that in a quick flyby or drive by Hey, by the way, don't do this. He forgot it the second they told him because he wasn't listening. Right. Uh, it, it's just it, that's his mind's not there. No. His mind doesn't even know where he is. Yeah. So you know, like to me, it doesn't surprise me, especially because you don't see him holding the card that's the cheat sheet. No. Because no, the times that he's done good, he's had the cheat sheet in his hand. Well, <laughs> so, and and, and, and you know. he he has had some times where he's done better with that, but there's times where he has it and he still gets it wrong. Like yeah. But but. Uh, I, I, my my man, I just I feel like it's just it's so bad when he's being corrected because he's supposed to be on point. You're supposed to be one of the more, maybe not the most, but one of the more put together individuals on the planet. If you're serving as the president of the United States, again, we know he's not in charge. He's not running things. But your goal as the Democrat Party, as the radical left who is using him as a puppet is is to make it seem as though he is and they're failing so big time on that so big time you know earlier when you were talking about when you were in the interview you were talking about like how they you know they changed the definition of recession and all that other stuff and everything it's and they're going i'm surprised we haven't gotten like an snl skit where it's like recession light it's not quite a recession but it is you know (laughs) but uh and another thing i was thinking about too is Remember back when Trump was in office and he sent, I don't know if, did he, who, who, uh, who did they get, who did they capture or kill um, overnight? I'm trying to remember who it was Sulemani. now. Yeah. Yes. And remember how Pelosi the next day was like, I wasn't briefed on this, yeah. you know. Where was her the next day after Mar-a-Lago? Because like, the White House like, we didn't know about it. So where was her like, I didn't know about this. You know, well, like, she come was on. she was still like you know hung over in the morning. I mean, yeah. I... <laughs> well, that or she knew, or she was also like, "Good, I'm glad they did it." You know, like, yeah. But no, I agree. The lead sled said, "There's no way they're ever going to let their biggest nightmare talking of Trump back in the White House. They are scum. Uh, mm-hmm. They are, and you're right. They're not. They're they're not going to. 
they're not laughing at some other comments. They're 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 going to do everything they can to prevent it. It's it's ridiculous, regardless of who it is. Regardless of who it is. But but speaking of getting into office, speaking of of elections, we 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 talked you know about Hunter and Zuckerberg last week and and the whole thing, the revelation that he. Speaking of Rogan too, I mean we showed a Rogan clip today. It was a Rogan clip last week when Mark Zuckerberg was on there talking about how the FBI basically. Not basically, they interfered in the election by by throttling any information about Hunter's laptop. Well, when it first happened, like early on, I remember seeing some polls that were still damning and would would have changed things drastically for the election. Uh, again, we know that the election has lots of uh, issues, shall we say? But like, let's just say that it didn't. It would have drastically changed it because there were some people who there was a couple people who voted for Biden, and they did so because the media made them hate. Trump. Okay. So, so you go along with that. And back at the time, I think I, the, the one that I remember, I don't remember who it was, but I do remember this being the case. 30% of Democrats said that they would have voted differently had they known about Hunter's laptop and just how jacked up this family was. Now I would argue, man, how, how have you looked at Joe Biden over all these years, seen the train wreck he has seen how he's done nothing in 48 years in DC and still voted regardless of Hunter. But they said that Hunter and the information on his laptop would have changed things drastically for them. And that's, a again, 30% of, of voting Democrats would have been a big swing. There was also around that same number who thought that there was fraud, by the way, Democrats. They just were okay with it because they hated Trump. But you've got this, this new poll. 79% of Americans, let's just call it us, round up to 80. Eight, it, was, it was damn near 8 out of 10. 79%, though said that they would have voted for Trump had they known the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop. That's a, that's a big deal. So you had this survey, which, 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 you know, they do their sample size, which they always do for these. It was 1,335 adults. It was conducted by uh, Technometrica Institute of Policy and Politics. And the vast majority of those uh, following an issue said that they believe the laptop is real which led them to the fact that 8 out of 10 said, hey, we wouldn't have voted for Biden if this was the case. Only 11% still believe that the laptop was a Russian-created hoax. You had the Washington, as this article, I think this was from Zero Hedge, if you want to check it out. The Washington Post, New York Times, recently confirmed the laptop and its contents found on it are, in fact, authentic after initially poo-pooing the idea that the device belonged to the president's son. We remember that. That's, that. that's what happened ahead of the election. It was shot down. They knew it was real. Now, the Post and the Times may or may not have, but the Bidens, the intel community, the FBI, they certainly did. And you, back in October of 2020, you remember the New York Post? They break the story about the laptop. They're locked out of their account on Twitter, can't share it. All of that. And you, and you understand why, because of how damning this is. And now you've got people saying, hey, you know what? Okay, we believe it's real. And we regret voting the way we did. And you've got also that same 1,135 people surveyed. 74% of them believe that the FBI and intelligence community deliberately misled the public and voters by claiming that the laptop was just purely Russian disinformation. 
But but here here's the deal with this. Here here's what concerns me about this. You know, because there's great comments there. There's there's people. Hey, there's fifteen who aren't. Uh, you know, or excuse me, eleven percent are retarded. Okay, cool. A lot of them coming around. A lot of people. Oh, it, it, but here here's my concern with it. It's it's a positive sign that seventy nine percent say they would have voted differently had they known. That's great. That shows that some of them are at least able to be having discussions and see that they were wrong on something. Should they have been wrong in the first place? Should they have been able to see through it? Yes, they should have. They were dumb. We, we all get that. But here, here's, here's the issue with here Here's what I'm concerned about is this is how they play the game. They're okay. They always are. We talked about it with Cameron earlier. They're always okay coming out after the fact. And, and, and it might not be the Democrats or the people who, who, who created the plan. But the media and others will come out and be like, you know what? You guys were actually right. He shouldn't have been impeached for this. This call, you know, didn't go the way that it was portrayed. These relationships were not the way that they were portrayed. He didn't actually say this on January 6th, yada, 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 all of that stuff. And it's proven to be true. The, the, all the Russia stuff. There, there's declassified government documents proving all of that stuff now and, and, and what a lie it was. But they always get their goal accomplished in the process. And that's my concern. Again, like I said to Cameron earlier, like I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Trump is indicted and cannot run. And then it will later come out, which, which is their goal. Okay, so stop, stop. Break right there. What's their goal? They don't want Trump running. They don't want Trump back in office because it would be damaging to their career and livelihoods. Damning, damning for, for the track that they want to take this country down. So all they have to do is accomplish that goal. They don't have to be proven correct in the long run. They just have to accomplish that goal. They just have to get mail-in voting to help cheat the election. They just have to use COVID to do this. They can come back later and be like, you know what? Yeah, we, you guys are actually right. It's not that big of a deal. Masks don't do anything. The shots are bullshit. That all they need is to accomplish their initial goal. And then they move on. And by the time people come out and say, actually, they were right. The Washington Post came out. The New York Times came out. The 100 laptops real. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Again, it should. But they will bury that in a news cycle, admit that they were wrong. And then they can be like, see, we, we can admit when we're wrong two years later. Like, it's, that's, that's kind of just where we are. But it's a hard it's a hard machine to battle when when they're okay taking the major victory in the near term, knowing that they're gonna lose it in the long run, they, but they get to accomplish what they want to accomplish. And as as Joyce is saying, the damage is done. I mean, think about how fast that second impeachment was. Rushed through, boom, everyone's emotional. Never use emotions when you're thinking through that stuff. But they did. They capitalize on it. They manipulate. They use their media. It's done. And then literally weeks later, even CNN saying, well, actually, some of this seems like it's bogus now. But it doesn't matter because they've put another stain on Trump and the Trump family name. Now, I do have to interject here. Okay, please um, do. It's just, just a small correction from what you said earlier. Uh, we actually we didn't get to talk about the Zuck stuff last week. 
We never showed. Oh, that was I was on Mammoth Nation. Nation. Yeah, see, yeah. I mean, I'm just. I have the clip if you want. We can. It's show hard it. we, being a media mogul. I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, we can show it if you want. But I was. But I just want to say we we didn't talk about. It. We did talk about it on Mammoth Nation recap. That's right. Um, and so. That's right. But I did. pulled it in. If you if you think if if you think you know. I think they've seen it. it. I mean, right? I mean, okay. you guys have seen it. But unless you unless I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about this real quick, because we don't have much time before we got to get over to Booze and Bander. So, I've, I've bitched enough about all that stuff. Thank you for bringing that in, by the way, Disco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sorry. Biden, you know, Biden and throwing out all the comments he threw out the other day, and, and at the same speech where he says that he doesn't respect MAGA Republicans and there's no real Republicans left, he also came back out and said this about assault weapons. That's within our hands if we just vote. If we elect two more senators, we keep the House and Democrats, we're going to get a lot of unfinished business we're going to get done. Folks, look, we'll codify Roe v. Wade. We'll ban, we'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. <laughs> no, notice that where wait, I th- wait, we, wait, steal steal the election again. Yeah, right. Wait. So I mean, there's so much to unpack there. Like, so okay, so Joe, are you admitting? <laughs> you know, the other day you admitted that you had cancer. I don't know if he does or not, but he seemed to make that announcement. You're admitting here that the election was stolen again. Look, we accomplished what we need to. We're not going to use. And we'll that make sure it again. never happens again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're also not going to let you vote ever again. But that's a different. I didn't. I don't have to say that. Yeah. It's. We'll wow. cure cancer exactly, Texas Panhandle Patriot. But the reason I play it is it's important. It's important, guys, that we that we win this and that we win it the right way. And I say when I say the right way, I mean with the right people, because they will not stop until they get everything accomplished that they want to accomplish remember they democrats don't settle like our side settles democrats it's 100 percent compliance or bust whether it's covid or vac stuff or whatever or accomplishing their goals it's 100 percent victory or bust for them they want it all they are not not able to to just take like a, a marginal victory they they want dominance and they will break every rule and make new ones until they they win and he talks about assault weapons there, which, again, is not a real thing, but they think it is. And they won't stop till they get it. So this fall is so important. It's so damn important that we win. So make sure that we continue to push. We were going to have Eli Crane on today. We couldn't we couldn't get to it. Uh, he just won as a great America first candidate out in Arizona, second district. Buddy of the show. He's been on here multiple times. So but he'll, we'll, we'll have him on the 12th. There you he's go. September confirmed. 12th. So we'll have we'll have him there. We've got Anna Polina coming on this week. Great America First candidate who won her race, her primary uh, in Florida. Here she'll be she'll be coming on, and hopefully a, a future U.S. Congresswoman. So it's important you get behind the right people. It's important that we go out and push back against these people because man, I'll, I, I, this is what I was talking about on the Mammoth Nation thing the other day. I, I feel like we're always talking about in, in this day and age since since really the Obama era, but it ramped up even more from 2016 and on like, Oh, this election, you know, everything's in the balance in this election. And and that's always quasi true, but,
but never before has it seemed like it might be absolutely true. Like, if we don't get this right, if we don't win back power in, in the fall and then win back the White House in 2024, we, we could be in some serious stuff with all that they want to do. And again, they're, they're not hiding who and what they are anymore. So it's, it's, it's really damn important. It's really damn important. But you know what? All that sounds really serious. Maybe, maybe we finish a little bit more lighthearted before we go over to booze and bander. What do you say? Let's do uh, That's Meme-tastic. That's, that's meme-tastic. meme-tastic. That's meme We should do that one more time. All right, let's get to it. So getting better I, not laughing. Yeah, so we're getting way better. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we it's it's a slow, <laughs> steady improvement. So let's get to uh, this. Some of these are, are memes. Some of them aren't. We didn't do memes on Thursday, so I figured we'd start the week off with some memes. Some memes and or some phrases. This is a pretty, there's no image to this. But this is true. We know we're all feeling this right here. People cry, my body, my choice. Well, I say your student loan, your payments. Amen your to that. Your payments. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not our responsibility. It's just not. This is great. You remember Tales from the Crypt? Yes. So here's, here's uh, as this person describes with the, the verbiage in, in this image, Speaker of the House Pelosi awaiting evidence to impeach Trump, <laughs> which is pretty great because she probably will actually, be in office that and it long. It actually kind of looks like her. Yeah, there's, there's a resemblance there for sure. Yeah. Now, the, the only kicker with that is she clearly doesn't need evidence to impeach Trump because she's impeached Trump twice. She's impeached two people. There was just as many impeachments prior to Nancy Pelosi and Trump in, the, in our country's history as there are in the last two years. That's crazy. So she's, she's, a, she's a record setter. I just saw this. I thought this was great. Um, you know, we put a link should, and people can print should, this. Yeah. yeah. So we should print these out. <laughs> send, send them out to people. It's a certificate of achievement awarded to the unvaccinated for surviving the greatest psychological fear campaign in human history. Maybe we make kind of our own version, sign them, send them out. It'll be. You know, I, I, I know, I know a place where we can actually get like that seal stamp created with the DB on it and everything. I like it. Maybe that's maybe that's something we do. Um, this is great. So this is someone put this out. You know, there's lots of redaction type pictures and memes going around right now. Nancy, drinker of the house. I like that, Cheryl. There's lots of that stuff going around, obviously, because of, of what happened to Mar-a-Lago and the severely redacted. To even call it severely redacted doesn't do it justice because it's essentially all redacted. Um, but... <laughs> This is some someone put this out and said this is the you know the left's view of the constitution. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's got we the people and all of the constitution damn near is redacted or blacked out. Uh th- these are the parts we want to follow the rest of it we don't like so we're 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 redacting. I was it. I was trying to find it this morning I couldn't find it. I don't know if it got taken off but uh Donald Trump Jr posted a picture where you know it said redact this and it was a picture of you know D- Donald Trump playing golf but his junk is blacked out <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh, 
All right, what do we got next? Give a Democrat a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a Democrat to fish and he'll steal your rod, take your wallet, sexually assault the fish, and then blame President Trump. That's pretty true. I think that's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's actually like, yeah. like right down to the activity, I think, spot on of, of how they would do things. <laughs> this, that we just commented on this. I saw this this morning. You're going to love this because gold blooms in it and you love gold bloom. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and it's from the same movie. I mean, uh, this is the from the movie Doctor uh, Jurassic Park. It's Doctor Ian Malcolm, and here we go. And here we go. <laughs> Joe Biden. Biden just promised never to let an election be stolen again. Jeff Goldblum with an inquisitive again? face again. <laughs> uh, we should that 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 needs to be put on a, a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> should be printed on a t-shirt. Do you think Jeff would mind? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Let's call Goldberg. All right. So before we get to the video that we have, this well, actually no. Let's do this one first, and then we'll okay. end on the. You've probably seen this I one, add. but since we had some redacted ones, we just had to work this in here because it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know if there's audio to it or yeah, not. Yeah, I don't think there is. It's it's just the redacted statement. Oh, there is some audio with Biden tripping his way tripping up, up the redacted lines. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love it. And um, this one's not so much a meme, but this is in a tweet with a reply. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to read it on my end because it's going to be kind of small. I got can it. Can you read that? Joe Biden says, MAGA Republicans... Ha oh, can you put it back up? Oh, my bad. Sorry, I had it on autoplay. MAGA Republicans have awakened a powerful force in America. The women of this nation, these MAGA Republicans don't have a clue about the power of women in America. They're about to find out. And then Courtney Holland responds, Sir, your party can't even define what a woman is. Take a seat. I, I saw that this morning, and I just was like, like, yes, thank yes. you. No, it's <laughs> it's true. And again, there's no... There's, there's no women for Biden. There's no Democrats for Biden. There's no... There's no anything for Biden. It's just there's there's some people who are are anti-Trump, but no one's actually for Biden, which is a huge distinction here. I mean, again, he was given that speech. And there's more people there than usual, but we're talking like a small gym. Like, I mean, it was still no big deal. Like he can't he can't fill a house. He can't pack an arena. He can't bring tens of that. Like, it's just a different deal. Like, no, Joe, no one likes you. No one likes you. Well, someone in the comments was saying that what if that was like a green screen and I would love to go back and scour. I'm not going to play it. Go back and scour. Like, could that be a backdrop of a Trump campaign? And then they just went in and digitally ch changed all the signage and all that stuff and then put him in front of the green screen. <laughs> I don't think that's what they did because no. there's no way you could have get him to act that well. Like, oh, let me turn around and talk to the people behind me. Yeah. If he was on the green screen, that wouldn't happen. Right. No, no, no Absolutely. I love that uh, Winkler said, give Democrats a fish and they'll give it monkeypox. That's another take on it for sure. Um, <clears throat> all right. It is that time, my friends. It is that time where we're going to head on over to locals, drewberquist.locals.com. I will be even so kind as to put it in the chats for all of you kind people. Um, but that's where we're going to be. We're going to get ourselves a drink. We're going to take some questions. We're going to have some fun. I forget what we're getting into over there. I think we got a Chucky Schumer clip. We got 
We got some other stuff. It'll be a, a good things. time. It's actually a slam-packed uh, booze and banner. It is. So, you know, I mean, see, Disco knows what we're doing. I don't, but we'll figure it out when we get there, and we'll look forward to seeing you over there. If you can't get there for some reason, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Same time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.